On the phone with me right now is Lisa Goich. Lisa is a fantastic friend. She's a, a, a huge animal activist. She is an author. Uh, she's a talk radio host. She's a former comic. We did the circuit together in Los Angeles. Uh, she's originally from uh, Detroit. Cool, the Motor City now living in Los Angeles. And, uh, oh, one other credit here, by the way. She manages the jazz and comedy um, um, categories for the Grammys. So how cool is that? Uh, I just love it, Lisa. But let's talk about your book today. You're so talented. Let's talk about your book. 14. Oh, hi, Judy. <laughs> you know, you just got all these fabulous credits that, I mean, it just takes wow. 20 minutes to get through them. You're just that talented. It makes me sound cooler than I actually am, actually. Oh, <laughs> you're very cool. Trust me. Please tell us who wrote the foreword for your book, by the way. Um, the foreword for my book is called 14 Days, mm-hmm. and it's a memoir about my mom's final um, 14 days of life. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it took place in December of 2011, right around you know, Christmas time here, mm. and it was, um, the forward uh, for the book was provided by Mitch Album, uh, New York Times multi, 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 multi best-selling author, and uh, also a uh, fellow, I should say, co-worker of mine. I've worked on this radio show for many, many years, and um, uh, he was kind enough to provide me with a very special forward. I don't want to give too much of it away. People can read the book to find out, but a very special forward for the book. So it was a blessing. So tell us about 14 Days, A Mother, a Daughter, a Two-Week Goodbye. It's a, like I said, it's a memoir about my mom's final 14 days of life. And it's, um, it's a, it's not, one would think, oh, that's a very sad book. Um, that's not the case. Uh what ended up happening was is I flew home for, you know, a long weekend. My parents were still living in Detroit. I live in Los Angeles. I flew home for what was just supposed to be a long weekend, regular pre-Christmas visit. I haven't gone home at Christmas for a long time. I hate the the Christmas rush. I hate all the travelers. I, you know, just hate it. So normally what I would do is I would go back just before Christmas. And we'd have a little celebration, and then I'd go back to Los Angeles for actual Christmas Day and stuff. Um, so I was just going home for what was supposed to be a long weekend, and while I was home on my first day back, my mom announced that she was going to be stopping her kidney dialysis, which she had just started about, um, she had had 11 visits, so it was, you know, probably about a month prior, and stopping that would mean that within a couple of weeks she would die, so it was all quite by surprise and shocking and, and nothing we had expected, so... We brought her home, we started hospice, and um, for two weeks we had a big party, basically, is what it turned into. Um, You know, we had a lot of um, um, celebrating and all kinds of stuff, and uh, it just became a really good thing. So, uh, you know, we we were quite lucky to have that time with her because it wasn't something that a lot of people get. And, um, you know, we were just happy that it happened, so... Now, have you had feedback from people who say this book has been very therapeutic, very healing for them? I would, I would think so. Yeah, um, I have had a lot of letters, and it's funny because they were, you know, a lot of strangers, too, have been writing me, you know, saying that they picked this book up or somebody had referred it to them, and they, um, you know, wrote back to me 
saying that, yes, either they went through this themselves, they were currently going through something like this themselves, and it was really helpful to them. I try to infuse a lot of humor in the book. My mom was a humorous person. Um, I try not to make it so heavy, you know, so as that you're, you know, wanting to just go, you know, mm-hmm. cry in a room in mm-hmm. your book. I don't want this. That, that doesn't make for a good book. Um, so I really tried to just make it be like, you know, hey, you're not alone. This is what other people go through as well. And perhaps some of the things that we did during this two-week period can be beneficial to you too. Um, and I've been getting a lot of feedback saying that, that it has helped people. So that's a good that's a good thing. What were some of the key moments in the book that people really that really resonates with with readers? Um, some of the key moments I would say, well, um, a lot of the stuff you know, the caregiving part of it has been something that resonated a lot with people. Um, you know, so many people these days, especially my age, our age, um, who have elderly parents, mm-hmm. are, you know, being thrust into this caregiving role, which is a complete reversal of what we're used to, right? Because our parents take care of us. Absolutely. And now it's time for us to take care of our parents. And, you know, it's a role that sometimes um, the parents aren't so comfortable with because they're the ones who are used to giving all the care. And when it comes time for us to have to care for them, it's it's a little clumsy, you know, at the mm-hmm. beginning. Um, that's the part that seems to have resonated with a lot of people. Um, you know, I only had to do this for two weeks, so I'm by no means an expert or a hero. Uh, there are some people who live with, you know, Alzheimer's with their parents, for instance, who who go through this for years. And, uh, you know, I have a, one of my best friends is going through this with her mother right now. And mm. something, you know, she's got to be with her 24-7 and has no respite, has no help. Um, uh, it's really a challenge. And um, um, even the little bit that I had to do it, I, I would say that that's, that's what's resonated with people the most in the book. Um, you know, and then the other things are, you know, kind of the final goodbye, the moment of the final goodbye. That That's something that everybody goes through. And if you're blessed to be with somebody at that moment, I think it's really, really special. Well, I mean, what really stands out for me with the book is that I think there's a lot of people that because they're in that state of I don't know what to do, a lot of time is spent trying to figure out what to do. And here you have something that says, look, I had 14 days and I made the most of those 14 days. And at least it gives some sort of uh, some sort of framework, some architecture, an example that may not be the same for everybody involved, but it gives you an idea. Okay, well, I don't know what to do exactly, but what did Lisa do? And just the, the great questions that you asked your mom, the questions, the, the conversations that you had. And, um, uh, you know, I just think it's a, a phenomenal, phenomenal idea. Did you have it in mind that you were going to, um, were you sort of writing the book as you were having these conversations or did that happen afterwards? No, it, it happened afterwards. We, um, you know, I was, uh, I started writing the book during the process. Um, you know, we, we started writing it, um, uh, basically it was Facebook posts. That's how it started. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I never, in the, you know, when I was writing those Facebook posts, never did I think those were going to turn into a book, but I was mostly writing them so that family and friends of my mom's who I couldn't write individually at that time, but had been reaching out to us asking, how is she? How is mm-hmm. she? It seemed to be a nice quick way to be able to get the news out and to get the daily, you know, happenings out without having to write back to each person individually, which was really hard at that time because mm-hmm. it was going on 
So um, they, they were little Facebook posts. I would try to make them a little more poetic than just, you know, hey, she's okay today or whatever. I tried to make them a little special and poetic. And my mom really loved hearing the comments that were coming in. You know, that's something that was foreign to her. She wasn't a Facebooker. You knew nothing of social media. So I would post a picture or I would post a little story. And, you know, one second later, we're getting comments from people, and I would start reading this to my mom, and she just thought that was like the cat's pajamas. That is so Everybody's writing to me, and, oh, my gosh, I feel so special. So I increased them so that my mom could, you know, participate. You know, I would send more things out and, um, you know, be a little, you know, every time I'd write something, she'd be, did they write back yet? Did they write back yet? So um, so I wrote several over those 14 days, and it wasn't until about a year later somebody said, you should take those posts and, you know, write a book from them. And I'm like, oh, I don't think that those could possibly become a book. So I took them. I um, went back into Facebook a year prior, um, gathered as many as I could find that still existed, laid them out in sort of an outline form, and thought, you know what, this might work. So that's kind of how the book was born. And um, my dad it keeps an extremely detailed journal um, uh, that he writes in every single day, and that was used to fill in the holes. So that became that became the book. That in memories, you know. There's a lot of flashbacks and you know past past memory things in the book too. So I just filled in holes with those. Do you have more people that are, are caregivers that are buying the book, or do you have more people that are actual uh, parents or or grandparents that are reading the book? What's sort of the 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 well, demo? It's mostly people that are is of the caregiving. You know, the children of mm-hmm. the age seems to be the most people I'm getting feedback from. But this morning, I just received an email on my my website from a woman who was 80, and um, she was caring for her husband. So, um, you know, I think it probably varies. You know, there's a lot of different people with a lot of different um, situations. But uh, for the most part, I think it's children with parents. Well, I think you hit on something really important, and I don't think it was intentional for you at the time. But, you know, not only does this become closure for you, uh, the individual that's involved with the parent, but you become this pipeline, especially when we have such amazing social media tools like Facebook and hell, if we have to go old school and use the telephone, but it gives an opportunity not only for your mom's friends, but as well for your mom to have that closure. And, and too many times we get, uh, I've certainly seen uh, cases where it's just the, the the one person they get isolated with that that parent but there's so many other people that why hear all of those great things at the funeral when that person's like hello i'm in the room like i can i would love to be able to have this conversation and i think that's a fantastic gift that you're giving people well that's true too and here's there's two parts of that that i think are important um one yes that is true and but to do that and to tell these people the wonderful things about them while they're still living, you have to be able to acknowledge the death mm-hmm. um, or the, you know, the impending death, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't acknowledge. Um, right. I've had friends in both situations where they, you know, say their spouse was dying and, and it was never talked about. Mm. That person was still alive. Therefore, that person never had the chance to say, hey, I'm dying. And I want to say goodbye to people, or I'm dying, and this is what I need to talk about. This is what I'm afraid of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, with my mom, it was clear. She said, hey, I'm going to go. I'm dying. 
you know, which opened it up for us to be able to say, okay, we can say out loud, you are dying, and this is what we think about you, and this is what we want to say to you before you go, and this is what we want to ask you. Um, you know, we use that to ask a lot of questions about her life, things I wanted to make sure I knew, and recipes, and stuff, and all those things that are in, you know, in my case, in a mom's head, that, that uh, you know, once she's gone, there goes all the information. Um, but I really think that acknowledging death um, helps everybody. I think it helps the family members that are still living, and I really think it helps the person who's dying. I mean, they are dying. There's no, that's no secret. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we try to pussyfoot around it and not, you know, um, not not bring up, you know, the big elephant in the room, whatever, right. but it's, it happens. And I think for them to be able to talk about their journey and what's happening to them, how they're feeling, I think is really important too. Um, and on the flip side of that, I, um, a very close friend and neighbor of ours just died last night. Mm. And um, it was fairly sudden. She had cancer, but it was fairly sudden in that she just found out about it right before Thanksgiving, um, at which point it had already taken over her entire body. Mm. Uh, so it was only about two and a half weeks from the time she found out um, until, you know, she died, which was crazy. Um, uh, and we're still a little shocked by it all. And she wasn't going to tell anybody. And in fact, in those final two weeks, she didn't want anybody to know. A neighbor, another neighbor told me, which allowed me the opportunity to be able to go over to her house and say goodbye and say wonderful things. But she didn't want anybody to know. And what I wanted to tell her was, hey, you need to let people know and you need to let people come over and say goodbye or at least email you or say something. She mm-hmm. wasn't answering emails. She just didn't want to even look. Right. Um, and I realized that that's her, her personal choice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody's different when they go through these things. But I learned something very important from that, which was people on the other side need their closure, too. They need to say goodbye. You know, um, she didn't allow a lot of people to even talk to her in those final days. And, and I think for, for some of her friends, I'm sure that they're hurt by that. Mm-hmm. They really didn't get that moment to say their goodbyes. And frankly, I think it helps the person who's dying to be able to see their friends on the way up. You know, I mean, I don't know. that That's my personal choice. I know I certainly would. I know I certainly would want to get an opportunity. The author is Lisa Goich. The book is 14 Days, A Mother, A Daughter, A Two-Week Goodbye. And uh, it's such an important topic. But, you know, comics are are messengers. Comedy is used in so many ways. And uh, Lisa being a uh, a former comedian, now she does so many, so many other things. But... Uh, that humor is sprinkled throughout this book. So as Lisa was saying, it's not, you know, the, the, the heavy duty um, cry fest. There's definitely sad moments. But I think your gift of, of humor is so important, especially with this topic, this taboo topic of, of death. And I'm so happy for your success. Lisa, if folks want to get the book, um, can I have your website? Can you tell us where we can get the book? Yeah, um, the website for the book is 1414, the numerals, 14daysamemoir.com, 14daysamemoir.com. And the book is available, um, there's links for the book on the website itself, but it's available wherever books are sold, um, Amazon.com, Barnes, and I know it's on Amazon Canada as well, um, BarnesandNoble.com, Books a Million, um, 
and I have two independent booksellers in the Detroit area. So one's in Ann Arbor, one's in Detroit, who are selling the book for me, who I like to support. So, um, um, but anywhere books are sold, you can order it. All right. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for you know being a messenger of such a uh, an important uh, an important message, and and thanks for for chatting with me. Ah, oh, thank you, Judy. Always nice to talk to you. We need to do it more often. Darn it.